Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I do hope you are doing great. We're just back from our annual family vacation with the littles and our kids And uh, this year we went to the Moody Gardens down in Galveston, Texas. And despite all the preliminary weather reports telling us that we were in for some rain on our trip, which with five little kids under the age of six, rain is not that welcome. It ended up being a fabulous trip. We swam under the stars and the moon at night with the kids and... During the day, now granted it was hotter than heck, but it's a water park. So we spent a lot of time at the water park and when we needed to cool off, we could go into the Moody Gardens Aquarium or their uh, pyramid that has the kind of the jungle in it. Well, actually that was pretty warm. Don't recommend that for the summer, but the aquarium was blessedly cool and the littles just loved seeing the fishes, the penguins, the sharks, and all the other marine animals contained therein. So it was a great time. It came with the usual cousin series of bobos. We had everything from a pinky run over by a stroller wheel to skin knees on the patio. But you know, it was just a great time. Lots of bubbles, lots of s'mores, lots of uh, just time to relax and enjoy having the whole family there at one time. So check that one off my list of goals for this summer. Fun and family. Check. Gotta have those fun family goals to spice up your life. Literally at night when I would go to bed, I would expect to fall asleep right away. And though my body was physically tired from hauling children around pretty much all day, my mind and my brain were kind of revved up. I could literally feel the um, increased vibration. And I think that is because the little kids go at life with gusto. They're never tired. Even when they're tired, they, they tap into this well of energy and it can be used for good or not so good, but they always have access to more. It's, it's incredible. And so being around that type of energy, you can't help, or at least I can't help, but kind of tap into a reserve that I don't usually need to tap into when I'm sitting here in front of my computer or you know doing the things that I do throughout the day. So I always enjoy the challenge. And it is a challenge of coming, bringing my energy up to the same level that the little grandkids have. And so far, God has blessed me with the ability to do that. So like I said, all good. 
On today's podcast, I want to share with you some of the things that I learned from listening to the Benham Brothers. And before I do that, let me just gently nudge you, gently remind you that I would appreciate it if you would take time out of your busy goal-seeking life to hop on over to the iTunes area to rate and review this podcast. Five stars would be awesome, but you put in whatever you feel so led. And just a few words about anything that you take away on a general basis or specific basis from the podcast that you listen to on goals, on God, on creating your goals, on, on uh, seeking success, whatever it might be, I would appreciate it if you would bless me with a review. It's been a while since I've remembered to ask during the podcast recording, so um, consider this your gentle ask. Thank you in advance. So this week I listened to and I haven't done this for a while, but I listened to a live recording from the Benham Brothers. And if that is causing you to scratch your head and say, where have I heard that before? Well, these guys are twin adults. And um, they were years ago supposed to have a show or briefly had a show on HGTV similar to the um, Chip and Joanna Gaines show. And they were pulled off the network because they were not willing to restrain themselves when it came to incorporating their Christian beliefs into the work that they were doing on the the TV program. And so HGTV knocked them out of the production schedule. So they've since gone on. I think that was back in 2014. It's 2021, so seven years they have gone on to become pretty successful in the world of coaching and ministering to entrepreneurs who are looking to have success and have it God's way. So occasionally, I will tune in to what these two gentlemen have to say because I find that they have good grounding in from a biblical perspective of how to approach this one life that God has given you and given me and do it with the spirit of not only abundance, but also a spirit of gratitude and with the knowledge that God is the source of everything. So they usually, one or both of them will dive into a short Bible study on something that they are wanting to weave into the week. And then the other will, at least in this episode, will pick up on another like tangent. So what I heard this week, I wanted to share with you because I thought it was super good. So they started out with a reading from the book of Chronicles. And it was the chapter in the Bible about King David having the ark. And the ark at that time contained... The spirit of the Lord and so they had lost the ark in battle and now that David was king he had a goal to bring that ark back to the city of Jerusalem where it belonged so on David's orders his people who had the right motive and some good methods uh, he had ordered his people to bring the ark back from an efficiency standpoint And from the outside looking in, it might look to you and did to me 
that the people were being very resourceful when they built a cart and placed the ark on the cart and were wheeling it from where it was to where it was supposed to go. Well, the problem with that efficiency was that God had instructed Moses long before David was king that his ark was supposed to be carried on the shoulders of men who would would attach the ark onto poles. So it was not supposed to be on a cart. It was not supposed to be wheeled. It was supposed to be loaded onto these poles that were then carried on the shoulders of the men in the community who were designated to take care of this. So there was an unfortunate gentleman in this chapter named Uzzah. And Uzzah could see that this cart that held the ark was wobbling. And so he reached out probably very um, instinctively as he saw it wobbling to steady the cart. And in doing so, he touched the ark with his hand And he was not one of the designated persons who was supposed to be doing this. God had very specific instructions that he was holding the Jewish people accountable to. And so when Uzzah reached out to prevent the cart from falling, or at least to stabilize it, God on the spot struck him dead, struck him down. So... As the brothers were talking about this passage, they were making a point of saying that David and his kingdom were all in this massive celebration and worship uh, state. They were so excited to be bringing God in his spirit form within the ark back to the city. And they were of one mind and one accord that that is what was supposed to happen. So you can imagine they went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows when they saw that someone who had the best intentions, the best motives, stepped wrong, got wrong with God, and bore the full consequences of that. So you can imagine, and I'm sure you've experienced moments of this in your life where everything is on a high plane and things are going so well and you have lots of anticipation. Maybe you are in a state of worship and praise with the Lord. And then something happens, something where you had pure motives, but weren't necessarily in obedience to God's word happens. And the next thing you know, it seems like the rug is pulled out from under you. Well, that's what happened in this situation. Efficiency was not something God was looking for. He was looking for the responsible the people to be responsible and obedient to his directions and if you've read some of those first chapters in the bible there are pages upon pages that are very very detailed and precise god is a god of order and when he's when he set things up with the people back in those days he was very specific and very precise if you read about the building of his temple God gave them the blueprint for that down to the tiniest detail. And that is the way that God wanted it done. God is God. Who are we to question that? Once the people saw that God, I guess, was overseeing what they were doing, they realized um, the significance of that. They repented and then went about putting the ark on poles getting the gentleman to put it on their shoulders and got it into the city. And then God blessed them. He rewarded them. The main part of 
that passage that I took away when I listened to the brothers talk about it is, is the obedience part. And we have, you know, we are not living in the Old Testament times. We are living in times where Jesus has come. He's paid the ultimate price for you and for me. And as a consequence of that, many of those laws and many of those rules are not uh, applicable in our lives today. The Ten Commandments, yes, but we do know that in this day and age, if we accept Jesus as our Savior and believe that it is through Him that we are saved and we confess our sins and we repent, then we have been assured that we will go to heaven and receive an inheritance and all the good things that God has for us in eternity. In many ways, in the ultimate way, we, you and me, have been blessed to come A.D. after Jesus died for us and was resurrected. Okay, so that was part one, and it was duly noted. And then part two, when the other brothers started talking, was focused on the command in the Bible to be fruitful and multiply. Now, in the past, when I've heard that passage, I've always thought about it, meaning go out, have children, and populate the world. And in truth, it probably does mean that as well as today's context, which was aimed at the world of business and the world of personal accountability, and not just the world of business, but the business of you and I, regardless of our circumstances, regardless of our stage in life, you and I continuing to multiply, continuing to be fruitful. They made the point that just maintaining what God has given us is not being obedient to his word. As a matter of fact, there is a a passage in the Bible where he says, you wicked and lazy servant. And that is where Jesus was telling the parable of the five talents and he was speaking to the guy who just buried the talents in the ground and did nothing with them. So they didn't multiply. They didn't uh, grow. They didn't earn any interest for the master. They just sat there. Well, going back to the obedience theme, we, and even though we're retired or even though we're leaning towards that, we never are off the hook from multiplying the gifts that God has given us. So they went on to talk about what are these gifts? Well, there are three. There's our talent, there's our skill, and there's our experience. And these three things, the talent which God gave us, the skills which we have developed, and the experience that we gain through this, whatever it might be, experience on the job, experience in raising our children, experience in playing soccer, experience in, I don't know, leading a Bible study. All of these things are to be multiplied throughout the days of our lives. And multiplication, they were really uh, forceful on this point. Multiplication does not mean addition. God didn't say, I want you to go out and take this gift that I've given you and add one percent to it. No, God said, here's here are these gifts that I've given you. Go out and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. There is, of course, a method, a system for being obedient. And it has 
five parts. So here they are, as these gentlemen taught them in their live stream. The first thing is to recognize what God has given you, what God has given us in the talents, skills, and experience departments as gifts from him. Remember, all good things are from God, all of it. The second thing, after you've recognized what God has given you in those three areas, is to work the gift, to work this, the skills, to sharpen, to hone, to improve them, to grow in them. So any talent that you recognize in yourself, we, to be obedient, we are to always work at honing it and improving it and growing it. So that's the second thing. The third thing is to put the gift to work. Use it to bless others. So any gifts that you've been given, put them into work. Don't just set them aside or leave them on a shelf. If you're gifted at public speaking, then speak. If you're gifted at singing, then sing. If you're gifted at writing, if you're gifted at building relationships, if you're gifted at, you know, cooking keto foods, if you're gifted at reading or being athletic or just being a good mom, whatever the gift is, hone it, improve it, and grow it, and then put it to work. Use it as a blessing to others. Don't just keep it all for yourself. Share it with the world. Then, fourth, Expect a reward for using your gifts, your talents, your skills, and your experiences. All of these will be multiplied and the people you give it to, the people you share with, will be multiplied. And so then it, it creates this cascade where it's a cycle of abundance. Yeah, it's biblical. So as you continue to pour your gifts, your talents, your skills out into the world around you and invest it into the people around you, then that gives them a platform and an opportunity to do the same. And so it compounds forever. And this is very pleasing to the Lord. The fifth thing is to go back to step number one and repeat. So the idea here is to be obedient and to be faithful and it it's also says in the Bible, if you are faithful in a little, then you can be trusted to be faithful in a lot. So take an inventory today of the skills and the talent and the experience that are part and parcel of you. And then ask yourself, am I continuing to hone these? Am I continuing to grow and develop these. Just because we are memes in midlife, just because we are approaching retirement or even in retirement, just because we are at any stage of life, there's never a get out of jail free card from God for stopping. He never says, be fruitful and multiply until you are the age of you know 65. He never says that. He doesn't say, be fruitful and multiply until you've done it and then you can stop. No, it is intended to encompass the whole of our lives. This was what I was listening to and learning from this week. And it did cause me to stop and take a breath and 
challenge myself on whether I am being obedient and whether I am being faithful in the way that God has asked us to be. No doubt he has put me in a place where I am enjoying my life beyond anything that I ever thought or imagined back in the day. It is so good. And so though I often portray myself when somebody comes up to me or if I'm filling out a form, like recently, you know, filing taxes, well, what's your occupation? Retired. Well, that's true. But within that retirement, I have so many projects that I'm investing in and that I'm learning about and that I am attempting to share with others in the world, not just through this podcast, but through my relationships and through my personal network. I want to encourage you to do the same. If you find that you have talent that has been, you've been complacent about, or you've kind of kept it at a status quo, ask yourself, what are some things, who are some people I can tune into? What can I do today that will put me on a path of accelerating and honing this gift, this talent, or this skill? And if you have experiences in your life that have made you and brought you to the state that you are today, that you consider to be gifts, that you recognize are gifts from God, well then, it's up to you to come up with a plan to multiply. You get, these guys said, you, God has given you the, the thing. It's up to you to decide how much how big you want to multiply it. One time, two times, 10 times, 100 times. You decide and don't forget to take God along on the ride. Create space. Invite him to be with you, to access his power, to take your gifts and your skills and your experiences to the next level and beyond. This can be such a challenging and fun way to look at life. God knew what he was doing when he set that passage out for us. And it's up to us to recognize that and to be obedient to his command. Can I get an amen? All right. Well, that's what I have to bring to the table today. I thank you for listening in and tuning in. I'll have show notes that contain links to the Benham brothers and also to these biblical passages that I've referenced today in this podcast. And so you can go back and check it out for yourself. As always, I would like to end with a small prayer for you and for me. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for constantly putting resources in front of me and this audience that can help expand our understanding of you and what you want for us in this life. Thank you for this life. Thank you for all of the gifts, the talents, the experiences that you have blessed me with and blessed these lovely ladies with. I pray that you will inspire through the Holy Spirit each and every one of us to continue to go out, to be fruitful, and to multiply. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. Go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? 
Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.